Hey there, how's everybody doing? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And this is your host, Miles Casey. Happy to be here. We got episode four for you here, coming live hot off the press on this Monday, November 27th. You know, just passed up the holiday weekend. I know I had a great time hanging with my brother, with Aaron, with Cole. Um, we didn't do anything too crazy, but we did have turkey, had all the, you know, had all the fixings. So it was a good time. I hope you were able to, you know, maybe get a day off, be able to stuff yourself until you take a nap, be hanging around family, maybe get a little saucy, get a little drunk, you know, hopefully you're able to relax basically is what I'm saying and have a good time because I know the holidays aren't always as uh, carefree as we'd like them to be. But hopefully they were for you. Let's see. Um, I'm back on my stand-up grind, folks. I know I shared that with you last week that I needed to get back to it. I had been slacking. And I hit it again last week and it went well. Uh, it felt right. I got some good responses. And I'm very happy that I made that conscious effort to refocus and try and get back into it. You know, it's easy... And as I'll talk about today in today's episode, being the topic being distractions, it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to lose focus on some of your goals or some of your more important aspects of your life, especially in today's crazy world. So I'm feeling good about that. I got to get up there, got a few giggles, and it's kind of what inspired me to change up this episode. Um, some of the others that, of you that follow me on Twitter, I asked if you would want to see or here, I guess, you're not going to see it, but hear a little bit of audio from the open mic to hear some of the terrible jokes that I tell people to get them to um, make a what I think is usually a laugh. Hopefully it's not something else more sinister. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to share that with you today. And I'll just do the typical, you know, cover personal life and ramble all up here up front, the challenges, all that stuff. So uh, yeah. Oh, also... It's chilly weather here, folks. I saw it get down to like 53 degrees in the morning the other day. So I'm making a fat batch of chili right now. Very excited about that. It's going to be very delicious, I have a feeling. So looking forward to that later. Um, oh, I wanted to mention, I have made a podcast playlist. It has a lot of the songs and music that I interweave into the episode there. It'll have like a, you know, a weekly, I'll update it weekly, kind of keep you, get your mind right for the podcast or get you ready for that week or whatever. So that's the plan there. I'm also going to try and do a better job of shouting out the artists and giving them credit when I use that stuff because that's just something I should do. I mean, I'm obviously using it and like it, so I should definitely shout them out. I feel like that's very fair and completely reasonable. So <clears throat> going to be doing that going forward, hopefully. Uh, if I remember, of course, let's get into it. Let's get into the challenge results. I was not too impressed with my performance this week. I did get four, uh, four nice runs in and four, like, you know, days of physical activity, whatever you want to call it, but it was actually closer to three. I had to run this morning to get the four because <laughs> I was not very good. Thanksgiving definitely, uh, that Thanksgiving mindset definitely took hold. I was just being a I was being a bum. I can't deny it. There's no excuses here. But I did get four. 
I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get five. Um, it felt good to get out there and running again, though. That first run was brutal. I And, you know, that first day back at it was not fun. I almost, I feel like I almost threw up at one point. I was definitely huffing and puffing like the big bad wolf, but that's how it works. You just got to get back to it. It'll get easier. I know it will. It does. It always has. So just got to keep doing it. Keep staying on top of myself. Be disciplined, you know, working hard. So, and that's, and since I did fail, I'm going to actually not only do, I'm going to do two weekly challenges, basically. I'm going to add that five um, physical days of exercise again and try to hit it. But also I'm going to go and now, you know, brace yourselves. I don't, I don't want to come off as some kind of superhero here, but I'm going to try and go a whole week sober. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's the plan. Um, I know that sounds probably impossible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it sounds probably like not a big deal for a lot of you, but it's just, when was, I was trying to think when was the last time I hadn't had one hit, one drink, you know, one hit of marijuana, one, one drink for fucking, uh, yeah, it's, see, it's been a while. That's the thing. So... I don't think I have any unhealthy habits really with it, but let's just, you know, test the water, see what it's about. See how long the day really is when I'm completely sober for, you know, how long a whole week is. It's going to be, whoo, that'll be interesting. So that's the plan. It'll, and it kind of goes along with today's episode again, eliminating some of those distractions, trying to test myself, trying to challenge myself. So hopefully I'll be able to accomplish both of them and then move on and keep going. Uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. Oh, yeah. So, I guess lastly here, since we're going to get into the episode here soon, I wanted to give you the two things to check out. Um, this week, there's two stand-ups I think you should check out. They might, you might know them, you might not, I don't know. Uh, one's a little more raunchy than the other. Uh, the first one here, Rory Scovel tries stand-up for the first time. Uh, the first little bit can be tough for some people. I personally think it's fucking hilarious. Um, I was dying laughing during it. Pretty much the whole thing. So definitely check that out. It is a little bit more raunchy. Maybe you might not want to watch it with your parents. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you like that. But <laughs> that's up to you. Uh, and the other one that is just really well done. It's well crafted. It's just like a legit piece of art in my mind is um Bo Burnham's Make Happy all both these are on Netflix you can check them out uh they're super hilarious they're completely different though which is what's so awesome about them one's just like stand-up pure stand-up and the other one's more like Bo he's more of a performer he is hilarious obviously but he has a little bit more of a message more meaningful and it, it just is a very well done special and if you haven't seen it you should definitely check it out do yourself a favor because it's so good both of those um yeah but without further ado i think we're going to get into it this week as i mentioned the topic is about distractions and distraction sickness it's something that seems to be permeating a lot of our society we're living life largely distracted and don't even often realize it so i want to break down my distractions and talk about it And hopefully you get something from it. So, enjoy. Stay focused with 
So, I want to talk to you about distractions today. I think in 2017, there are more distractions than there ever have been before. I read in an article the other day that there is more data or information created in two days now than from the beginning of time till 2003. That's insane, right? To think in two days time of 2017 that more data is created than in the entire beginning of time to 2003. It's just insane to me. So obviously more content, more distractions than ever. And it's easy to let them creep in and take over. I was introduced to this concept of distraction sickness a little over a year and a half ago in a New York Times article titled, I Used to Be a Human Being by Andrew Sullivan. He go, and he goes into a lot of detail about his struggles with the uses of technology and how without even realizing it, technology was having uh, very negative effects on him. In the article, he would mention waking up and diving right into the internet, whether it would be Twitter, jumping from website to website, going back to Twitter, looking for funny videos or memes. He would just be doing that pretty much from the time he woke up till the time he went to bed. Obviously, you take some breaks, but he was talking about how even when he wasn't on it, it would in a way be like nagging at him in the back of his head, like, am I missing a new breaking story? Did a famous person retreat me? Hmm, what should I maybe tweet next? And as I was reading this article, which I recommend you do, it is a little long, but, you know, it'd be a good demonstration and focus for you, so check it out if, you, if you're interested. But I had this realization that I was doing many of the exact same things that he mentioned without even noticing I was doing it. So, as it was a result of that, I was living a very unintentionally distracted life. Just going through many of the motions while ignoring mental, mental and physical health, letting my anxieties and stresses kind of pile up. So that's why I wanted to talk about distractions today. First of all, it'll help me retackle this topic because this it's good just to revisit this stuff. Make sure I've made progress. See if I'm actually still doing a lot of the things that I was talking about that helped me in the past and just refocus basically. And maybe you'll get something out of it too. Who knows? Obviously, I think it goes without saying. I'm not an expert. I am not a doctor. (laughs) I do not want to come off like a know-it-all or like I'm preaching some crazy whatever to you. These are just like some ideas or concepts that I'm trying to share with you because they help me. The old millennial man-child. Man, man, baby child. Child, baby, man. Yeah, baby, man. (laughs) Man, child, baby. Whatever, you know what I mean. But... I guess I'll start with like what my biggest distractions are. I kind of made like a, a tier list. There's like tier one distractions, which are the main offenders, and then tier two. Tier one, I'll start there, are social like cell phone use and social media. For me, just having access to so much information on my cell phone anywhere I go is not only very enticing, but kind of addicting, right? It's 
so much fun to just go look for something and learn new stuff. It's exciting. It's easy to just melt into social media too. And and it all kind of stems from like little little dopamine triggers, right? We We get rewarded for getting likes or receiving a notification or getting a new text message. Well, one way I heard it that was really interesting to me, uh, just talking about cell phone uses or notifications and that type of stuff, is that it's often like a, a, our own mini slot machine that we're carrying around in our pocket. Because every time you turn on that screen, it's like you're pulling the slot lever and watching it spin to see if you win. Sometimes you get a Snapchat. Sometimes you get a Facebook message. Sometimes you get nothing. And obviously the more you check, it can have, it's just, it has more negative effects. Because as we learned with any type of dopamine drug or whatever, you know, back in the dare days, we have the diminishing turns. So you're set up for failure. Say the first time you got five likes or 10 likes, you were super excited. You're like, oh, that's crazy. 10 people like that, that's awesome then eventually 10 likes feels normal. It's need more than 10 likes to, to get you excited now, right? And that's with anything. So when you're doing it with social media or with notifications or whatever, it's largely very empty and unfulfilling and it's tricking our brain into thinking that it's a good thing, right? I mean, you don't think Jesus or Gandhi would give a shit about internet points or, or likes, right? There's no way. They, they were, they're going to do what they do no matter what. So we have to try and work on doing what we do no matter what and not getting caught up in some of that because it's just, it's just big distractions. And, and just to me, distractions, while are needed from time to time for sure, there's definitely a place for them. But it's, they're like fake happiness traps. They're robbing you from your, your real focus where you really want to put your time and effort maybe towards some little side project or a way to little, make a little extra money so you can go on some trip, whatever. When you're just mindlessly scrolling on social media or doing nothing on your cell phone, you're not making any progress. And for me, that was like a big wake-up call because I was wasting so much time on there. I just realized that I had to start setting myself up to win, basically. I would do little things to avoid social media, like in the morning, the first 30 minutes of the morning, I would not look at my phone. And I would do that same thing at the end of every day for the last hour of the night before I was going to go to bed. It would help me fall asleep better, and it slows my brain down. I'm more calm. And I feel like not only do I have more mental clarity when I'm less distracted, but I make better decisions, I'm less reactive, all these things. Because... That's that's and, and that's part of the problem with the the social medias and that is they're literally programmed to send new pointless push notifications to you. They have snap streaks that are supposed to keep you coming back. Because what we have to understand is that they get money every time we're in the app, right? They are our attention is currency. That's how they make their money. So they are highly incentivized to get us in there as much as possible. That's why there's these crazy new po- like notifications that don't mean shit. I got, I'll got i get a notification about so-and-so posted something for the first time in a long time. It's like, 
I haven't talked to so-and-so in 10 years. Plus, why the hell are you telling me this? You know, these type of things are just coming more and more. So we just have to be aware of them. And if you're aware of them and recognize them, it's easier to have a little bit of discipline to avoid being distracted so much. Also, a big thing that is mentioned, I think we've all heard of it, heard this multiple times, and it's I, I would hold it to be true. It seems to be true. It, you know, uh, mental health is on the decline when you're a heavy user of social media. It's just, uh, it lures you into this false sense of like, everyone else's has a better life, right? Because you see everyone else's highlight reel. Even if life is good, the majority of time, it does have its ups and downs for everybody. You can't assume that everything that is posted on social media is 100% true. Even when you see like a couple posting like, oh, amazing vacation. Who knows, before that photo or after that photo, they could have had a horrible fight. You don't know, you don't see the full story. And we get caught up thinking that everyone else has a perfect life and ours is kind of shitty. That's why I feel like all about discipline, self-awareness, those type of things have helped me combat some of this, you know, negative social media and distraction type stuff for sure. Uh, the other distractors, uh, these are a little less important, but definitely still there. They kind of like, you know, the other ones are like podcasts. I, I must admit I have a personal addiction to listening to podcasts, mainly ones with comedians and learning about how they got their start in the business or what drove them to stand up. I have an unhealthy obsession with that. So in a way I justify it by saying, oh, I'm learning about the business I want to get into, whatever. Even though I've heard a million different stories and know plenty of ways to get into the industry according to, you know, everyone else. But at the end of the day, end of the day they always say you have to find your own way. And yet I'm still, like, obsessed with learning about how people do it, right? And it's just, it's just a negative little distraction for me, even though I can justify it being positive and that's the other thing with like my vices weed booze porn candy whatever they help me justify poor behavior and lazy behavior they allow like a little bit of a temporary release so i can feel better to to avoid real issues or goals that i should be aiming for and that's why they they also made the list right they especially with like the booze and the weed and stuff they they allow me to be more comfortable, take less risks, and just more, not as sharp, basically. So I'm really trying to, that's why I'm trying to work on those. So how do I, how do I kind of avoid these uh, distractions that I mentioned? First of all, I think it's important for everyone, or at least was for me, sitting down and identifying the distractions, right? Like I just did there. And then, then create a little bit of a plan to help you avoid them. I know I mentioned it, but first 30 minutes and last hour every day, avoid the phone. Uh, I try to check social media just a couple times a day. Maybe take a few hour break in between every time you check it because there's like at least because there's no reason to be checking it a lot. There's not that many new exciting updates. And even if something crazy does happen, you're going to find out about it. There's no way like, I unfollowed a bunch of political Twitter people a while back 
because it was just killing my vibe. It was too negative. Everybody is so snarky and whatever. And I couldn't take it. So I was like, oh, man. I'm, but before I did it, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss some of this crazy tr- stuff Trump's doing. Guess what? I don't think I've missed a goddamn thing. But I see less of it, and it has a, a better effect on me, and I'm less distracted by it. I think that was a big thing that helped me too was actually going through and eliminating some of the things that do make me feel negative about social media, you know, getting rid of some of that stuff too. But that, that was a big one. Um, another thing I do, I meditate. I try to hit five times a week. It doesn't always happen. And I know I've mentioned meditation on here quite a bit, but I'll go into it on detail for its own, own episode eventually, but it has had just profound uh, benefits for me and I definitely recommend it. And it's really just 10 to 20 minutes a day. Everybody has that time. Let's not kid ourselves. We're not we're not that busy. It just helps it just helps me have a calmer mind being in the present. You know, when you're in the present, it's hard to if there's no immediate danger, it's really hard to feel stressed or feel anxious. And it allows me to just be more mindful and aware. Like I said, I've been talking a lot about awareness and self-awareness because you have to be honest with yourself. If you're going to start eliminating some of these distractions to improve your focus and start maybe achieving some of your goals or just, you know, getting that mental health where it needs to be. I, I know that's, that was a big one for me was just not getting caught up in so much of the, the, the little ticky tack bullshit. Uh, and, and I also just no more story time in my head. That was a big one. Uh, not only would I get distracted with the social media and other stuff. But when I was going on these like, distracted streams of consciousness, I would allow myself to start creating crazy stories, whether it be, I could be, what's an example? Could it be texting a crush or something, right? And they haven't texted me back in three, four hours. I'm like, oh, or maybe two days. So let's, let's, make, let's really up the stakes. Maybe it's two days. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, they don't like me anymore probably whatever some crazy story (laughs) i'm like oh i suck they hate me and i'm going down this negative story in my in my head right just making it all up none of it's real as far as i know and instead of and it's and it really would have these like like terrible effects on me because i would really go into it so no more story time i just allowed myself i was like why do i do that the situation what happens what happens well, like I can't have a, an effect on the outcome. So how about I focus on what I can control now, which is my mood, my attitude and what I'm doing instead of dwelling on it or being negative, just go about my day. And that had a great, like a, you know, a great effect on me as well. It's, it's, it's just when I'm distracted, I let this stuff pile up. I think everybody does. And, and that's the problem is when <clears throat> you let any of this stuff start to pile up, it's like anything with dirty laundry. Now it's going to take eight loads to do and it's going to take two days. It's You don't want this stuff to pile up. If you clean your room 10 minutes at the end of every day, you'll never have a dirty room instead of waiting a month and then it takes three hours to clean your room or something crazy like that, right? So that's what I have been putting into practice is these little little things to help slow down, setting setting aside time for reflection setting aside time for self-evaluation and, and not being too judgmental about it either. Because sure, there's some days where I'm like, ugh, I was lazy. I was on social media the whole time. I was not 
too proud of uh, my performance today. But you know what? I'm going to win tomorrow. I'm going to do better tomorrow. And that's, and that's the attitude that has really kind of kept me going and kept me improving. So with, with all this, it's just improved mental health, improved focus. And it has really just helped me reclaim a lot of mental real estate. Because when I have those stresses and anxieties, they kind of are always back there nagging in the head. And I don't like that. I, I like to have my full mental capacity to put it to the things that I want to do. And by eliminating these distractions, I think I've been able to do that a lot more. So hopefully this will give you a little perspective on some of your distractions or how you feel about it. And maybe you can put it into practice to really just start focusing on your goals and a little bit more self-improvement so i hope you got a little benefit from this have a good day yeah out of order, but you can always feel me. I'm sorry for the times that my mind ain't right. I'm gonna make it up to you by the end of the day. I didn't mean to send you off last night. I'm stuck inside my head. I already know that's how I am sometimes. But today my fault was dead. I stay looking for distractions from the shit I'm supposed to do. I'm gonna make it up to you. Yeah, I'm gonna make it up to you. Well, folks, there you have it. That is all we got for episode four of the Millennial Manchild podcast. Um, of course, as promised, I'll give you a little bit of an open mic clip here from a, a recent open mic that I went to. Uh, I'd love to hear what you think. Let me know. It's obviously great to hear feedback about the podcast and stuff, but also would love to hear feedback on your opinions of the stand-up. If you thought any of the jokes are funny, you thought any of them are terrible, whatever. Um, just trying to get better, so... Any feedback just greatly helps me. And thank you again for listening. If you've made it this far in the episode or if you've listened through the first four episodes, you're a trooper. I truly appreciate you listening because I know it's not always easy. I have a little bit of, I have a few quirks saying I know a lot or saying write a lot. I know I'm trying, I just did it again. I'm trying to fix these things. They will get better (laughs) as time goes on. I do promise. Uh... Today's music, in order of appearance, was brought to you by a few different people. Uh, the first one, I Get Distracted by the Dark Rooms. The next one, Distractions by Prob Cause and Limbo. And the last one was Focus by The Life of Dylan. And as I mentioned earlier, go check out those songs on the Millennial Manchild podcast playlist on my Spotify. Or you can find that on my Twitter or wherever. So, yeah. Again, I truly am humbled by you listening, and thank you so much. And enjoy the little bit of uh, stand-up here. Hopefully you can have some giggles. Have a great day. And week. Goodbye. Manchild out. about my weight lately so I've been doing a few things to well one thing in particular to like help me out you know 
and it's not really working, but uh, every time I get ready to step on the scale, I like to like, like I really suck it in a little bit, you know, like kind of then I, before I get on, I like kind of tiptoe on that scale, really make sure, like hoping that that's going to help. It's not working so far. Uh, another little thing I've been doing um, is I have, I have two toothbrushes in my like toothbrush holder, right? I only use one of them. Uh, the other one's there to make me feel less lonely. <laughs> also not working. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, I've been doing this thing to feel a little tougher. You know, I'm not very tough. Um, so every time, basically every time I floss, which is like once a month, right? Kind of like act out a scene from Die Hard. I'm like flossing my teeth, not some bloody mess, you know? I'm like pretending to get punched, like, spit, uh, spit in the sink, I'm like, is that the best you got, motherfucker? You know? <laughs> Makes me feel a little tougher here a little bit. Um, let's see, what else? I'm kind of, I'm, I'm like a global warming denier, but with my student loans, you know? I'm just kind of pretending they don't exist, hoping they go away or don't, you know, despite all the facts and reasonable evidence, maybe they'll just disappear if I ignore them long enough. So I'll probably be in jail here soon. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, and it's so it's, it's annoying anyways because like I went to college for finance and I'm terrible with my finances. Like I didn't learn a goddamn thing. That is like I don't get it. It's just a bunch of bullshit basically. College, it's a lie. Like I don't know what it, like how do I like I don't know. I'm I'm really bad about it because like I'll have money to pay bills. You know, then I'll just like not do it right away. Be like maybe I'll need that money for something else. You know, I'm gonna save it, wait till the late fee comes, then pay it next month. Because you know, it's like a parking ticket. If you got the late fee, you're like, I'm gonna leave that there until the next time around. You know, like get my fees worth here. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, oh, I got a little bit of a beef with hotels. You know, I stayed at a hotel a while back. What's with the scented lotion? You know, I'm a poor 26-year-old guy by himself in a hotel. I'm probably gonna masturbate at some point. I don't need to walk around smelling like I jerked off a field of wildflowers. It's not a good look for me in the hotel, you know? You know, and speaking of, you know, masturbation, while we're on the topic here, you guys brought it up. But uh, has anyone had like such a good masturbation session that you just like are seeing stars afterwards? No, you have to tighten the belt. You have to really, you have to really pull on the belt to get that going. You know. Helps a lot. Helps a lot. Pro tips here, just pro tips. Um, I don't really have anything for this yet, but apparently, I mean, I wear a lot of tie dye. I like make my own tie dye shirts. Apparently, that makes me not gay, but like sexually ambiguous. At least people were like, "Oh, I don't know what that guy's up to," and uh, I'm okay with that because that's kind of trendy right now, you know. Just like nobody knowing what kind of sexuality I'm dealing with up here, like, ooh, which way can he go? So I like, you know, I'm just kind of riding that tie dye wave for now. Uh, what else? Um, let's see. So like, I don't know. How, let's see, homeless people, right? Like, I'm not trying to kick a man while he's down, but some of these homeless people have like a lot of shit, right? Like, they have more possessions than I do right now. Like, you'll see them carrying around like two. Ralph shopping carts with a stack full of shit. And I just don't get that. Like, don't you think you want to be a little more mobile? That's one of the benefits of being homeless, right? Like being able to be on the move. So I think I got a solution though, maybe we could do like a 
a special episode of like homeless hoarders or something like that. You know, help clean it up a little bit. Maybe uh, lighten the load, I don't know. Anyways, my name is Miles Casey. Uh, you guys are wonderful. Have a great night. Miles Casey, everybody. Miles Casey, all right. Trying to be a billionaire Trying to stay focused while I'm filling with fears Missing my mother, my father and brothers My sister and friends And every year it gets tougher Stuck on the stairs, but I'm not good with prayers So I wear a hat to cover up my ginger hair Cause if they could see me, they'd see I'm receding And that one step back will knock you off your feet And if you get up, well, remember what's up, yeah The reason you believe in losing all that you got I gave my heart to another, now it's borrowed a lot Been counting change in my pocket, never noticed I lost Everything that I live for, everything that I was Sometimes you never know what you've got Until it's gone Until it's gone Said I might lose my Talking about me, you should be thinking about you before it's too late to instead of thinking about them, instead of talking about me, maybe focus on you.